Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. to Chat Noir Suspense. This is Linda Kostar speaking. I'm your host. And it, you're listening to a show that features um, creepy and suspicious um, writings of, of uh, Christian authors. And we are going to talk today to award-winning author Elizabeth Goddard. She's mostly romantic. I'm going to read a little bit about her. Before I bring her on the show, Elizabeth Goddard is the best-selling, award-winning author of more than 25 romance novels and counting, including the romantic mystery The Camera Never Lies, a 2011 Carol Award winner. She's a double finalist in the 2016 Daphne du Maurier Award for Excellence in Mystery Suspense for her books Buried and Backfire in the Mountain Cove series. A seventh-generation Texan, Elizabeth graduated from North Texas State University with a Bachelor of Science in Computer Science and worked in high-level software sales for several years before retiring to homeschool her children and fulfill her dreams of writing full-time. She currently makes her home in Michigan with her husband and children. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth. (laughs) Hi, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I'm excited to be here. I am too. I, you know, I want to talk about, um, first of all, I was going through all of your books and you have all these series. Um, gosh, you've got the Coldwater Bay Intrigue series, Texas Ranger series, Oregon Outback, Wilderness Incorporated, Mountain Cove. And then you've got um, a ton of novellas. <laughs> I mean, I was going through all of them and I think you have a lot more. I mean, I think I was wrong. But then again, on websites, um, authors never update. (laughs) Well, very few are up to date, you know, in terms of how many books, because we're constantly writing. And so you'd have to keep on updating your website every month. Um, But anyway, you have a December release, Texas Christmas Defender, um, Love Inspired Suspense. Um, And you also have one coming out in February. Can you tell us a little about this? Sure. Um, Texas Christmas Defenders actually is, um, that's the the December release. It is part of a continuity series with Harlequin, and that is the first time I have been invited to a continuity series, so I'm very excited about it. Uh, So it's actually the third book in a three-book series, and I only wrote the third book. The um, other two books were by Jody Bailey and Sharon Dunn, and go ahead. Now, do you find that difficult? Because I've, I did that uh, with the Creative Woman Mysteries, but I re- I got to write the first book, <laughs> so so that was neat. But I don't know 
I don't know how difficult it would be, you know, picking up somewhere else. How how difficult is that? Or or did you find it difficult? Um I I did find it difficult. I know that there are quite a few authors that really thrive uh when they're given what's called the Bible, the guidelines. Um and I you mentioned uh Creative Woman. I actually wrote for Annie's Publishing. I don't was Creative Woman part of that too or was that different? I can't remember. But Annie's Publishing same oh, well, Amy, where you're given a Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're given a, a Bible or guidelines for the series. Um and so the Texas Christmas Defender was the same kind of thing. They they tell me the plot points they want and all of that since I'm closing up and tying up all the loose ends for the two other books and Everything I write, I have to check with the other authors, you know, and I have to make sure it's all. So it was, I found it uh, very constricting. I'm I'm not going to say that I wouldn't do it again because, you know, I like to get paid. And if they offer me, I would say yes. But it was a lot more difficult to me than writing my own series and my own book where I have the freedom to do what I want. So, yep, I'm the same. Yeah. And then, and then you can usually, you know, you can usually remember what your characters did or they thought and everything. And then, but if you, you have to read those books that came before and just pick up on every detail, you know, so it is more challenging, but we love a challenge, don't we? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. I, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't say that you have to, to read the books because I didn't read them, but I was on a Facebook <laughs> group with the other two authors. So if something came up, I would ask, what did you write here? You know? And also I wouldn't say that I remember my own characters, what they said or thought, because <laughs> I have to go back. I'm writing so many books at the same time, you know, like working on them that I yeah, have to go back. And, what? What did they say? And the other day, in fact, I found a, a, one of my characters showed up in the wrong book. I'm sure that's happened to you before. But uh, I was like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to be yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait a minute. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. So so uh, what about the February release? Um, Thread oh. of Revenge, yes. That is uh, my first book in the Coldwater Bay, Bay Intrigue. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to set, you know, time for a new proposal and all that. And I I just can't seem to get out of the Pacific Northwest. I just love it there. It's just so beautiful. And the weather's perfect, by the way, mostly. Yeah. But I just wanted to set um, a, a series of books on the Washington coastline. Wilderness, Inc., my other series that I just wrapped up, was set on Oregon or in Southwest Oregon, and I lived on the Rogue River. So I just kind of moved it up one state mm, <laughs> to the beautiful nice. coast of Washington State, you know. And so, and my editor, we kind of threw ideas back and forth. And so I asked her what she would like to see. And she said, I would love to see a series um, with a Coast Guard, Coast Guard heroes. And so I started digging into that. It's, it's pretty complicated. So um, I ended up with a Coast Guard or a CGIS special agent, which I don't know if a lot of people know they even exist. And they're actually mostly civilian and not military no. or Coast Guard. But um, my my hero is a Coast Guard investigative service special agent. And so, you know, and then my uh, heroine is uh, a marine biologist. I had wanted to be a marine biologist when I was growing up. And the wonderful thing about writing, as you know, is that we can live vicariously through our characters, right? Yeah. <laughs> so whatever I wanted. 
whatever I want to be, I can get, or what I would like to experience, I just can put it in a book and I can experience it or travel there or write about it, whatever. So, um, so there, that's part. (laughs) Now, while we're talking about books, we, uh, I do want to mention that you did sign a a new three book romantic suspense contract with Ravel, right? Is that, I mean, um, that's correct. Yep, I signed them. Actually, awesome. I signed my Harlequin six-book contract in the same month that I signed my Ravel three-book, and that was last um, April, I think, April, May, something like that. <laughs> so wow. it kind of worked out feel- because, you know, between the two publishers, I had to figure out the yeah. dates, right? I had to, I mean, I've got six books with one and three, and so I had to figure out what books are going to come out when, and so... Even my agent was like, you know, this really has to be a God thing because of the timing. This just doesn't happen that often. So, Oh, my gosh. So how do you do that and keep your mind? <laughs> how do you do it? Well, who said I was keeping my mind? <laughs> I, I, I do feel like I'm going crazy. No, I just um, yeah. calendars and to-do lists and and just, you know, trying to get everything done early. You know, I set my deadlines one or two months ahead of when they really are, that kind of thing, you know. And yeah. So, and fortunately, I do write really fast. I mean, let's face it, I really couldn't do that if I wasn't a fast writer. So it all well, works together awesome. for the glory of God. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um so now I mentioned before, I'm going to uh, start with my questions now. Now you mentioned you're a seventh generation Texan and grew up in a small town in East Texas, once considered the world's richest acre because of the oil. Okay. So um, we were talking before the show started and you've moved a lot. <laughs> Tell us, uh, I mean, what's your favorite place? I mean, you don't have to say Texas, but <laughs> What's your favorite place? <laughs> no, so I far? don't. Now, if my if my grandmother was still alive, I would have to say Texas. But God bless her soul. She's she went to meet Jesus a few years ago. <laughs> she was a she got us all into the DRTs. We, I'm a daughter of the oh. Republic of Texas, or I was. But when she passed on, you know, you have to pay your dues. Your you you have to yeah. join with the pedigree and then you pay your dues. So she passed on, so I we no longer pay dues. But <laughs> so I'm not officially a DRT anymore. So um, Texas is a great state of Texas, but I I don't like the three months of blazing Texas sun. So um, I think it was 2005. Yeah, we moved to Oregon, and that was uh, I had a one year old, uh, four and five year old, and eleven year old, and so. Um, you know, all of my family on both sides, grandparents and all, you know, it was just like pulling uh, deep roots. You know, I just picture an oak tree just being pulled up, you know, an yeah. old oak, the roots. It was so painful. But um, we prayed and my husband had an offer and I, we just knew it was the Lord. And so we had to go, you know, just have to go where God told you to go. And <clears throat> so Oregon, I will say that Oregon really was my favorite place. It was just so fascinating. I'd always been fascinated with redwood trees growing up. I just love, I'm a tree person and I just love redwood trees. Mm-hmm. I never dreamed yeah. I'd be living in a town where the redwood highway ran through. So yeah. um, an hour and a half drive and we could be in the redwoods and hike in the redwoods. Um, 
An hour and a half drive, we could be walking on the rocky coast and looking at tide pools. An hour and a half drive, we yeah. could be um, walking around Crater Lake. And I, I sent quite a few of my stories. Um, in fact, um, the Cameron River Lies is really Crater Lakes, what it is. <laughs> I, I've, I've been there place, too. But that's what it is. We, we always it, travel to Oregon amazing? every two to three years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's it's worse living than living in Oregon. That's awesome. <laughs> now, now, how did you start your writing journey, too? I mean, how did you? <clears throat> I always like to share that. Well, yeah, that's a you know that's one of those stories that I wish I could figure out how to really condense it. But you know, you're probably the same. I just have always had the writing bug, you know, inside of me. I was just always mm-hmm. wanted to be a writer, but I just never really pursued it until, um, and, and actually I, I, years ago before the internet, you know, boy, that changed lots of lives, didn't it? But um, I think I was 14 when I wrote my first, my first novel, I wrote just 25 pages on an old typewriter. Um, I didn't have a clue what to do, but, and then I, I subscribed mm-hmm. to Writer's Digest um, correspondence courses. Remember those? But, oh, wow. um It was, yeah, remember those? I did that. But it's just at one point I remember thinking to myself, my daughter was uh, five. I thought, gosh, what if I really tried to write a novel and I'd take classes and I spend years doing it and it doesn't get published? I will have wasted all those years of my life. I remember thinking that, and so I did nothing. So years later, I thought, I did waste all those years of my life because I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't sit down and do it. So, um I think it was 2001, uh, we had another move to Austin, and it really was the Lord. He just really kept pursuing me. I won't go into all those details, but I remember thinking, okay, God, if you really, if you want me to write, I'm going to take this, do you want to be a writer? It was a, 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 I'm trying to think, some sort of a course for um, writers to decide if God called you to write. I can't remember what it was called, but before I even went to my first conference and I met with Diane Mills, first time I ever met her, I knew that oh, not to nice. call me. And so it was Lynette Sowell, um, Kathleen E. Barbo, and Diane Mills were there, and I met them. And, you know, I signed up for oh. AC, back then it was ACRW, and oh, yeah. I got in a critique group with um, Lisa Harris and Debbie Boats, and I think Tamara Alexander was in there and some others. Well, and gosh, you um, could do worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, everyone in that group is multi-published now. Everyone in there, uh, but that yeah. was 2001. Can you? That was so long ago. But it's just, you just have to put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> um, so, um, which which genre? I mean, you mostly write in romantic suspense. Is that your favorite to write in? Well, when I first started. And I was submitting those chapters <clears throat> a week, as I mentioned. I was writing historical. <laughs> That's what I used to read historical. <laughs> and I was writing that, and I entered contest after contest. And then, believe it or not, I switched to fantasy. And I, I went to the ACFW conference two years in a row, and I pitched fantasy to Steve Lobby. I just kept pitching <laughs> a that brave to him. And then girl. Finally, I. I know. Finally, I was like, never, ever again. I'm not ever doing this again. And so um, I think before I went back to the next conference, I had already sold a um, a romance. But it had had mystery elements and suspense elements, and I just kept going with that. It was contemporary, a contemporary romance. I'm not even writing in that, but it was just an opportunity, right, that opened. And so I, I took it. And it's Seasons of Love, yeah. I think is what it was. And so 
Mm-hmm. And I just went with it, and I'm like, this is what I, I, I love. I love romantic suspense, and so it's what I read all the time. So it's just, you know, the doors open, you walk through them, and the next thing you know, you're writing in a certain genre, and you just keep on writing. Well, which genre would you never write in, which you never could see yourself writing in? <laughs> you're going to laugh. Um, historical. <laughs> the reason is because, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know, because all of the, you know, all the research I would have to do just to write Details, one page, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah. oh, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know anything. I mean, I spent years before I understood it, but now it's just like, you know, you don't know what people ate or drank or what they wore or what they said. I yeah. mean, everything about that life. So I, I can't see yeah. myself writing a spurtle. <laughs> no. Are you since you write romance? Are you a romantic at heart, and do you weave some of your own personal fairy tales into your stories? <clears throat> oh, that's you know. I think we all. I, I make up everything I possibly can, totally fictional. But you know, there's always a part of you that, that yeah might end up in a story or twist their way, and and <clears throat> and um you know real life events. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm constantly in my head, constantly writing, and um, that's funny. This lady asked me yesterday. She says, "Well, do you do when you're sitting down at the restaurant and an idea comes, do you just write it down?" And I said, well, "I'm writing right now as I talk to you <laughs> in my yeah. in my head." So you know, it's just kind of becomes yeah. part of who you are, yeah. and you're constantly thinking and you're constantly writing, and so yeah, it's hard to separate. Uh, yeah, you get this blaze over your eyes, and they think, wow, you're far, far away right now. <laughs> well, no, I'm actually writing something. <laughs> so, um, so for new writers out there, can you give them just a couple of tips on, you know, on writing romance or romantic suspense? I mean, something about romance. Let's make it easy. Something about romance. Um, I was, Well, if you ask me to just give tips on, on writing, I would uh say and I will I will get to the romance part but the writing part's easy for me because I know the answer to that and that is <laughs> that is, you know, craft is so important. You know, learning how to write before you put your stuff out there mm-hmm. and going to conferences mm-hmm. and meeting people. Um for the romance genre, especially if you're writing in the Christian market, um in clean romance is just read voraciously. And so I think that's almost a no brainer because I think if you're writing romance, you're probably already a reader that's just, you know, you just gobble it all up because every single night I'm reading uh, some romantic suspense, one of, you know, people that I write with my peers and for endorsement or whatever, but I just, because I love it. So I think um, you can get a course, you can take something like uh, Susie Mae Warren has a lot of romance, write a really brilliant romance. Mm-hmm. Um, she has all kinds of courses. That's one way to go. But for me, it's just the more I read, the more I just organically understand how it all works mm-hmm. together. It gets into your brain, gets into your into your head. Right, um, exactly. Now, when you, when you write suspense, like say you're writing about Texas Rangers or police or military or what you were talking about earlier, um, do you just kind of take a crash course in the, <laughs> in the procedures and all that? Oh, yeah, all that stuff is actually – I'll, I'll tell you right now that um, so far, I actually haven't written a lot of, poli- let's call them police re- procedurals. My books have mostly been wilderness and adventure kind of, you know, there's always a killer, so they're, they really are romantic suspense, but I really, a lot of my heroes are not even 
um, law enforcement. Now, I am actually kind of going towards the law enforcement now. And it, it is hard. There is a lot to know. So, I, yeah, I have to do a ton of research. But when I'm they part show of up. Writers. Yeah, because when they show up, you've got to, you know, get the right procedure, you know, when they show up. Yep, yep. And um, I just try to not – also, I try not to be, like, overly – because I don't want it to be a procedural. I, I don't spend a lot of time being overly technical. Does that make sense? You know, it's just mostly about the romance right. and the suspense. But what I do have to get right, yeah, I have books on um, all of those kinds of things. And I have, and I will often talk to uh, a law enforcement person. Or in, look, Let's take, for instance, the Coast Guard, the hero that I just had to write about. Well, I got another, a, coast, a guy who's a Coast Guard, in the Coast Guard, he's a writer. He's a published author, so he helped me with a lot of the details, right? And you know, answer right. questions. And the cool thing is, he even he even named. I had to I had to find out what is the cutter, what kind of boat are they on? And he helped me to name it. He explained to me about the naming of the boats, and so he he named it um, the Kraken because there's not another one of those cutters in that class named the Kraken already. So see what I'm saying? So you just I get an expert if I have to to help me with. And you meet a lot of of nice, a lot of interesting people that way too. Like you're, you know, like you're talking Definitely. about. Well, Definitely. gosh, you know what? We're running out of time. And so I want to get to our lightning round. But before we do that, where can people buy your books? I mean, just about everywhere, all the usual channels. Yeah, anywhere that, right, right. Anywhere that books are sold um, and a lot of, and anywhere they sell Harlequin, Love Inspired Suspense. And usually that, usually Walmarts will sell them and, and here, you know, it's just wherever the grocery stores are that they sell those books. And then, obviously, on Amazon.com or any of the places where they sell those kind of books. So. And they can take a look at your books on your website, um, ElizabethGoddardWith2Ds.com. And you're also on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest, you know, so people can yeah. find you. <laughs> um, oh, oh, yes, okay. I know. Somebody had called and asked me how to find my books and I said just Google my name <laughs> that's all you have to do yeah, right Google, Google me <laughs> okay so now <laughs> it's time for the lightning round <laughs> see if you can oh. answer these no problem if you can't if you can't answer them it's no problem this is just for fun <laughs> all right I don't know if you ever know. read Nancy Drew did you ever read Nancy Drew growing up but, um, I, no, I, I didn't read her. <laughs> oh, so you would not know the name of her two best friends. <laughs> no, well, I'm sorry. Okay, what about, did you ever read any or see any Agatha Christie type movies? Uh, I have, but I can't think of a name. Yeah, I've seen some of them, but I probably won't be okay. your questions. Go ahead, though. <laughs> Can you name one of her famous characters? One or more, you know, just right I, off the I, bat. I can't, no. <laughs> I'm going to you fail your what? test. I'm, I'm failing your test already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Did you, did you ever see the movie Rebecca? Um, I, yes, I think I read the book. I'm trying to think. Yes. I think I read the uh, book. Awesome. Awesome um, gothic mystery. Um, and so in that, there was a, a name of a housekeeper in that book. She was a creepy housekeeper. Oh, 
Yeah, I know. I love that book, and I remember the book, but I can't remember the name of the housekeeper. It's been like decades. (laughs) Do you remember what was on the what was the name of the boat that they they had to bring up from the bottom of that uh, of the water? I I I I have this picture of my the boat in my head before you even asked, but no, I don't remember the name of the boat. (laughs) It was boy, you such a tough quiz. I think it was Jay Rubin. I think it was I. I come back in French, you know, if I'm remembering right. But um, okay, so here's an easy one. What scares you more, a door creaking open or a sudden piano riff? Um, it depends on where I'm at when this happens. But I'm going to say a piano. The piano. Okay, say say you're in your house. And you're in your bedroom getting ready to go to sleep and you hear a door creak open or someone doing a riff on your piano. (laughs) I would, I mean, for me, I think the piano, because whoever is in my house wanted me to hear, you know? Yeah, exactly. Creepy. That would be very creepy. I'm with you on the piano. uh, Yeah, a tad bit creepier. But if it's... okay. But if it's my bedroom door opening and I'm in my bedroom, then that would be more terrifying. (laughs) That would be, yeah. (laughs) I would kind of go crazy. Okay, so um, if you heard a noise in your closet or a noise coming from your attic, which one would be scarier? Oh, I think it would be the closet. The closet would be scarier because it's more, it's closer. It's just right there. Yeah, it's closer. Okay, now, all right, here's one you might know. I don't know if you know it. Who is the author of Sherlock Holmes Mysteries? Oh, my gosh. Why did you ask me that? My mind went completely blank. Do you watch? Is it Kipling? I'm like, oh, my gosh. No, no, it's Rothman Conan Doyle. But, um, oh, and oh, okay. Do you watch? I know these things. Do you watch I know them? these things, right? <laughs> yes, I do. I well, love. Do you them. watch Ben? Oh, do you like Benedict Cumberbatch? Um, you know, I always. I do. In fact, we, just, we watched. I know we watched um, Doctor Strange last night. I can't believe I said Kipling. I mean, I know who the author is, but my mind went blank. So oh, I'm I know, one of those I radio know. people. My mind goes blank. <laughs> <laughs> I know it happens, but you know, every time I go to say his name, Benedict Cumberbatch, I have to force myself to say that. I want to say Cumberbund. You know, <laughs> like they used to wear a tuxedo uh, at prom. <laughs> it is a, it is a strange, strange name. <laughs> That's what yes, I think. It it's is. a strange yes, name. Okay, so the last thing we're going to talk about is um, Mary Roberts Reinhardt wrote a classic mystery novel, The Circular Staircase, um, considered to be an American Agatha Christie writer. Um, and is credited with originating the phrase, the butler did it. Is there a favorite line of yours in any of your books that you can remember <laughs> um, that you would want to be a line you're known for, at least to this point in your career? <laughs> at least to this point. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I was just looking at one of my books that I've got to turn in in a, in a month, and something that really stuck out to me was um, it kind of jumped out was I it's two lines actually it's just she wanted him to go she wanted him to stay <laughs> sounds silly but you know it's, and I know the, it's the whole yeah. romance thing well yeah you know it's true we can't I mean 
romances, they usually don't like each other in the beginning, and then certain things, circumstances happen, and they, she kind of sees some good in him, or he sees something, and they start changing. I mean, isn't that how how it usually goes? Right. It's the it's the it's the back and forth, a push and pull, because you know they can't be yeah. together, but they they have to be together. So I mean, that kind of was reflective. Yeah, of they're really forced all to get the romance. So. <laughs> and then. So who knows? Maybe that will be it. Crisis happens. Some apex. Some crisis happens, and, and then boom. You know. Um, yeah, and so, you throw in a murder weapon. <laughs> Yes. What what is your favorite murder weapon? Not uh, that we should have. I one. use all kinds of. I know. I know, right? I use all <laughs> kinds of of things for that. So um, I use a lot of guns in my books. I'll say that. Um, so I've even used a tiger. So <laughs> I like now to use different things. But but here, but listen, Linda. I actually don't like to kill people. So I really struggle with writing romantic suspense. This aspect of killing people, I don't like to do that. Even if I, I know. So I struggle I know. with that. Well, I don't like to be killy, but, you know, to write this kind of stuff, you you sort of have to. <laughs> I know. I don't like it either, I know. But. I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to. Well, you've been such a delight, Elizabeth, and um, I hope you'll come back. I would like to talk about your new uh, set of books you're writing <laughs> because we'll have, have a lot more new stuff to talk about. So you'll have to come back. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. You've been Go and enjoy thank the rest you. of your evening. Thank you right. so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You were a great host. Thanks a lot. And you're a great guest. Mm-hmm.